Good afternoon. It's me, Captain Bot 5000. On today's flight, we will be serving liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Fa 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 fa. Sounds good. While, as a Captain Bot 5000, I don't eat. I'm for anything that results in less humans. Have a nice flight. the podcast. I don't know why I had to look at that intro to be like, what do I say? <laughs> my name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my non-cannibal husband, Cameron. When you say it like that, yes, it sounds like maybe I am a cannibal. But you're not. <laughs> you're a fine young cannibal. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So, <laughs> oh wait, I kind of breezed right by that. <laughs> okay. How are you doing? Um, okay. Yeah, all right. Great. Good. So I guess Great. We're both, all right. Let's we're move into okay. this. Let's dig in. Um, so like we would a pair of lungs. Just dig into just it. Just dig into it. Make it into an egg scramble. We're good. You know, mm. everything that Hannibal made. Yeah. Looked delicious. absolutely delicious. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was like, if that wasn't people. It's made I... <laughs> you know, Soylent Green takes Yes, place I did, in... because the memes have been spreading around everywhere for, like, the past three months. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. It doesn't TikTok. freaking matter. <laughs> Flip-flop. Flip-flop. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, yeah, so we decided... Because we have some passionate listeners out there that wanted us to watch it. This week we watched Hannibal. And it goes so great with all the recipes you chose. (laughs) Exactly. Food, food. See, get it? It 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 links. It worked together. It works. So we were like, okay, we're going to risk isolating some of our, our listeners. Yeah. And, and watch this show. Our only two listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Not our only two. Out of three. <laughs> <laughs> We're very successful. <laughs> well, now you're on the opposite end. We're fine. We're mediocre. We're in the middle somewhere. I sound like Oliver on uh, yeah. o- o- Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> so, four subscribers. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> By Thursday, we'll have like two million. <laughs> yeah, at this rate. Definitely. But yeah, before we get into Hannibal, mm. do you want to discuss some of the shows that yes. we've watched? Yes. Because you know what? We have been on a bit of a, a good streak on shows, Yeah, which is mm-hmm. funny because we never watch good shows for the Exactly. <laughs> and we have watched four in a row. Four in a row. Four in a row. Now, let's start out with the worst thing that we watched. Okay. Though. While I was painting my dollhouse, we watched the original Dune. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to see the original Butthole which I was anticipating, and it was not a butthole at all. It was some weird beak thing with rows of weird teeth. Have you never seen a butthole before? (laughs) (laughs) Only yours, so that's the only comparison I've got. (laughs) I guess other buttholes are filled with teeth? Buttholes don't look like the mouths of octopi. (laughs) Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, I was really disappointed. And Fade, oh my God, poor Sting. What the f*** was that? I mean, he has great abs in it. I mean, he looks great. that was insane. This it must have been like right after the police broke up and he was like, I gotta do something I gotta extreme. do movies. I, I, I'm gonna write this song about Galapagos tortoises. Yeah. Z- and then I'm gonna get into some weird winged thong. Yes. And that was seduce weird. my uncle? <laughs> <laughs> wow, the original Dune sucks. But what's weird about it is it was like basically scene for scene from the remake. That was what was so crazy about it. It was scene for the the remake was scene mm-hmm. for scene the of original, the first hour, but, but somehow <laughs> three hours long. <laughs> somehow way longer. Wow, it's crazy. So now I know what the sequel is going to be. Yeah, you. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's true though. Honestly, like what the end of it mm-hmm. was like the least interesting part. Yeah. The first part of it, I was kind of, I was kind mm-hmm. of like weirdly into yeah. with like the little I want to see more of these space slugs the space slugs <laughs> with the little like little baby yeah. arms the original like what are they tardigrades or whatever yeah the original tardigrades are yeah. like fart wormholes I think <laughs> 
I'm not really sure. I've never been into Dune. I have tried to read it. Right. Not interested. This is the first time I saw the original. This is the first time I saw the... the... To me, it seems like the author is really interested in buttholes. <laughs> this is a big Rorschach test for you. <laughs> and everything in it is like Paul it's Atreides, a butthole. 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 Zendaya, butthole. butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I don't know. I, don't even, I was going to say it was good for maybe the See, time, what, but it wasn't really good no, for the time. What, what bothers me is I have a lot of friends who like Dune. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who and like And I Dune. don't understand it. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't... I don't get, get the appeal. Maybe it's one of those Goonies things. You had to have grown up reading yeah, it. Yeah, I think, because mm-hmm. I remember growing up, one of my friends, Mike, growing up, mm-hmm. he was super into all the Dune, and I could just never mm-hmm. get into it. But he was also into Lord of the Rings, which, of course, I was was very much into. Oh, yeah, me too, yeah. So, the books and the movies and mm-hmm. all that. So, I, I don't know. I just, like, I think you had to be exposed to it a certain... <laughs> the studio's falling apart. Um, we just had to put in some tape to make it work temporarily. <laughs> we we're taping some stuff up, um, but uh, I don't remember. What I but, but yeah, it just never appealed to me. Yeah, because because again, it's not only that it's like a white savior trope. Yeah, it's like a white prince savior trope. Yeah, you yeah. know, like and it's extraordinarily sexist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like. I'm disappointed for Zendaya mm. because in the sequel she will have nothing to do but have birth. <laughs> you know, all she does is like, but I love you yeah. somehow. I'm not sure how. Yeah, like when she got introduced in the original, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to see what Zendaya sounds. Well, I'm sure in the remake they're going to give her a lot more stuff to do. Yeah, she'll be a little bit more badass. But like in that original, my God, she was just there to bone. Yeah, she was. That was it. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden they were having sex and then it was like, Two years later, they have a kid, yeah. and then like, she was just No, dying. she doesn't have the kid. Who has His the kid? His mom has the kid. Oh, right, this is sister. Yeah. Who has the knowledge yeah. of all yeah. the... Yeah, um, And women suck. And women only get happy endings if they do what their man wants them to do. Or go to a good massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Doom. Okay. Okay. I do want to see the sequel. I want to see how. The, I want to see. The you sequel. want to see how this plays out. Yeah, I was about to, and I was about to give like a spoiler, but then I'm like, I don't. It's a book that's like 40 years old, so like, is it really a spoiler? <laughs> and the movie's like 40 years old, the original one. Yeah. But then I'm like, some people may have only seen the new one, so I don't right. want to like spoil that. Mm. I do hope they have to cast Sting again, though. <laughs> he better make a cameo. I'll be pissed if he doesn't. Speaking of Sting, we watched. A really great show. It was so... Uh, it was so good. We stayed up talking about it like we were the true we crime woke, podcast we, we, listeners. We woke up this morning still talking Still talking about it. about it. So, okay. So, we watched on Hulu... And this on, is yesterday. Okay, we watched the whole thing. Whole thing. I... Okay, guys. I binged watching the entire thing even though I'm super far behind with work. I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So, if I stop working... Yeah. Something big is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Something huge has occurred. Something what, huge is happening. What's kind of sad is that I had wanted to watch, the show was only Murders in the Building. Yes. Uh, with Steve Martin, and Martin, Martin Short, Short, and, and Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. And I've been wanting to actually watch it for this show. Right. And we were kind of like in the middle because we had just finished another show we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. So um, we just finished with another good show. And right. we're like, what are we going to watch now? And you're like, maybe this will feed your dark uh, humor yeah. craving that you want, honey. And I, I was, was like, like, okay, it better. Because I was like, well, we can't pot. I mean, like, of course, on this podcast, we're going to try to do every pie we've right. ever made. But also, that will take us beyond our beyond our graves. mortal lives. Yeah. Like, we will not survive to do it. No. So I was like, well, sometimes we're just going to have to watch a show, and it's yeah. not for the podcast. Yeah. It was a really good show. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good. There's some things that you and I... Yeah. Well, we've got some lingering questions. We have several lingering questions, and I think that's the point of the yeah, show. Yeah, I think there's, like, some things that I didn't necessarily like towards the end. Mm-hmm. However, I think those might tie into the questions I yes. have. Mm-hmm. So I'm hesitant to say it's a knock against the show. It's not. I don't think it is because, like you like like we said, when we woke up this morning, we were yeah. still like, but what about this? And, like, yeah. you know, and, like, the show is way too clever to, like, it is just let fantastic. Slide. It actually deserves the awards it's getting. And this is what we were going to say. Uh, this is two things I wanted to bring up about it. It is the second show we've watched mm-hmm. in a week mm-hmm. where podcasts figure prominently. Hugely. <laughs> but what we were saying, you and I were saying, we're like, 
Martin Short and Steve Martin yeah. are in their 70s. And, and they get it. And they get it way better mm-hmm. than anyone on And Just Like That. And Just Like That doesn't get it at all. Like, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But, like, yeah, these two really old guys yeah. get it. The whole, and it's really inspiring to watch them actually do all of this, yeah, too. The whole show, the whole premise is that they're making a podcast, yeah. a true crime podcast. It's yeah. the whole... That's the whole point of the show. And they get it, and at, even at their age, and they're all executive producers, yeah. and Steve Martin co-wrote at least mm-hmm. a few episodes mm-hmm. on it, and they do it in a way that it is way more... Realistic. Realistic. Mm-hmm. And they're not afraid to be the butt of the jokes. Yes. Being like the old white guys. Yeah. And th- they get it way more mm-hmm. than in Just Like That did. Oh, most definitely. Especially since one of their recording sessions was done in a closet. Yeah. Like, that's how you always start with recording. Yeah. You have to be in a small space with no echo. Yeah. And, it, like, yeah, you cannot breathe when you're doing this. They, when we first started mm-hmm. a few years ago... We were in a literal closet. Yes. Like, yes. literal. <laughs> and we could not breathe. After we would be done for, like, an hour, we would leave the room Sweaty. and nearly pass out because we had, like, no oxygen. Exactly. And they had the same thing happen to them, too. Because this is just how you start out. This is how you start This is how you well, start out. And the, and the fact that there wasn't a hiring process yes. to it. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, three people with a similar got interest. Yep. And they were just like, hey, we should do this Yes, thing. exactly. Because we want to, because mm-hmm. we're into it. It's very real, and at the same time being absurd, which yeah. is great. Yeah, and um, there's some stylistic stuff that's in there mm-hmm. that's interesting. Sometimes not perfect, but, like, right. I think... Um, I love how each of their uh, homes were decorated to suit their personalities. Yeah. Like, that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the uh, stage is were amazingly well done. All three of them, I think, balance the comedy and mm-hmm. the drama. Yes. And it's legitimately a good mystery. Yes, it is. We still don't have a lot of answers to our questions. Yeah, like even up yeah. to the very last moment, mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute. Wait, seriously, this is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, there were there were multiple times where our jaws literally dropped. Oh my gosh, I was shocked a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to shock me. Yeah, it's very hard. Especially, (laughs) we've seen enough TV shows now. This feels like the modern successor to something like Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, which we both loved, of Mm -hmm. course, uh, Columbo. Only, I have to say, this is a lot better. Yeah, it... I mean, I just... I hate having to, like, say that because I do love Murder, She Wrote and Mm -hmm. Columbo. Yeah. All of those old detective shows, but, like, I really like this. Because the characters are more fleshed out. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, I'm this woman who's a writer, and I'm going to go solve And they're heavily flawed. Yeah, all of them are flawed. And um, cannot recommend more Mm -hmm. Only Murders in the Building. That one's excellent. I want season two out now. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. So the other shows that we watched, we also watched... Okay, we also watched, um, uh, speaking of... Meals on Wheels. Oh, and I do want to say, Sting also features prominently. Yes, and only murders in the building. (laughs) So we watched like two things in a row that had Sting like. Which is crazy. (laughs) It was really weird. We watched uh, Santa Clarita Diet for a second time. I love that show. We haven't seen that probably since it came out, Mm -hmm. I want to say. Yeah. I think we were just looking for something to to watch. Yeah. And Santa Clarita Diet. Mm -hmm is another show that I think has a perfect balance. Yeah. It's more comedic than only Yeah, it's the, definitely, like, more, it's more absurd. Si- it's more absurd yeah. humor, more silly. Mm-hmm. But, um, my God, it's... It's still really good. It, I think it features one of the best love stories. Oh, my gosh, that is an excellent romance. <laughs> I, think, I think the kids are great. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's highly quotable. I mean, you and I have been, like, quoting that show back and forth at each other. Yeah. Since we watched it. Oh, exactly. So I don't think it, I mean, it's a, it's one of those victims of Netflix where mm-hmm. it got three seasons and then yeah. canceled. And unfortunately, it got canceled on a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> a pretty significant cliffhanger. Right. But um, I think it's still worth watching. Mm-hmm. And it only got canceled two years ago. And I think yeah. the guy who made it still wants to make more. Yeah, because they're I don't so know good. They, I don't know if they will ever right. get that chance but well probably because they use some big actors you know you've got Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant on it mm-hmm. and after three years you're supposed to increase your rates and that's why Netflix cancels most shows after yeah. three years yeah 
Because they don't want to pay people more. Yeah, Because, wanna... you know, assholes. Exactly. Yeah. So even though the show was uh, well-received mm-hmm. and everything. So that is uh, uh, another show that we highly recommend. Exactly. And then the next show... Is another Netflix Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Which has no right... <laughs> To be as good as it is. Yeah, it really doesn't. It's just about a bunch of dumb kids learning karate. Like, it's, like how is that interesting? Apparently, it is very interesting. It's based <laughs> on a kind of cheesy, rocky ripoff from yeah. over 30 years ago. Yeah. And yet, it's one of the most... Consi- like, yeah. every time a new season of Cobra Kai comes mm-hmm. out, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like it anymore. Yeah. Like, I think I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And every year, they get better yep. and better. I Except think that, for season two. I think it was season two. We, I think it was season two halfway, that started really slow. I think, I think. Ha- the first half of season two was slow. Yeah. And then there was another season where it focused mostly on Johnny and mm. Danny. Yeah. Uh, which I wasn't... Instead of int- the kids. Instead of the kids. Yeah. I think it's got to be a balance of the kids and exactly. the adults. It can't just be... Mm-hmm. Oh, but this latest season was excellent. 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 So if you haven't tried Cobra Kai yet, you should, you should absolutely mm-hmm. watch some Cobra Kai. Exactly. But this week, we watched everyone's favorite gory gourmand, <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal. Do you want to give us a show synopsis? Yeah, and, uh, of course. You might want to condense that episode synopsis. It's pretty long. Wow. Well, I don't have any notes, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, my second note was literally, uh uh-oh, I don't have any notes. (laughs) All right, show synopsis. Explores the early relationship between renowned psychiatrist Hannibal Lecter and a young FBI criminal profiler who is haunted by his ability to empathize with serial killers. He's a pure empath. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And he's also autistic. Why not? Yeah. Why not? For sure. Episode Sun, apparently. Oh. <laughs> Doc, it says gone. <laughs> All right. It's episode one, Aperitif. The head of the FBI Behavioral Science Unit, Jack Crawford, calls on profiler Will Graham to assist them catch a serial killer. The killer has now kidnapped eight women, all similar in appearance and always on a Friday. His most recent victim is Elise Nichols. Why are they going into such detail for an episode synopsis? Just give me the synopsis. Basically, he's looking for a guy eaten women. Hold on, I'm not done. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Graham has been teaching at the FBI Academy and isn't too keen on going out into the field, if you know know what what I mean. Do they know what a synopsis is? No, they don't. Because this is very thorough. (laughs) This is like a retelling. He is particularly empathetic and has a tendency to get far too involved in these types of cases. Okay. I'm (laughs) I'm not done yet! (laughs) Too many adverbs in your synopsis. (laughs) <laughs> it's like your J.K. Rowling. Oh, my God. She uses a lot of them. But she's the only writer that matters, right? <laughs> she's that... the only one who actually shows the differences between poor and rich people. Yeah, she's the first author <laughs> to talk about class distinctions. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah, sure. Charles Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens was with nobody. Like, she's got some brass knuckles. <laughs> and <they're> like, <laughs> God, her fans are nuts. All right. I, I will say that. Harry Potter, I have no problem with people liking Harry Potter, despite her kind of less than savory uh, personal reputation. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But the people who, like, love it. Love J.K. Rowling. Like, the people who are, like, like really, that's toxic fandom. Yeah. And everyone has it, I understand. Mm -hmm. But, like, some people who think, like, she's, like, the beginning and end of literature. Yeah. Like, no, she should have been your beginning. Yeah. She, she is like... For, when you're like nine. For kids. And you can yeah. like it your whole life. People like mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland for it. That's fine. I don't but, get it. But like you should hopefully find things beyond that. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. For me, I found romance spy novels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Sahara. That's another thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sahara. That was another good thing. <laughs> so now we're big Clive Cussler fans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those books are hilarious. The sexism is perfection. Yeah, you were like, they're really sexist, but I like it. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Last night. Because it's so absurdly sexist that it's just funny. It, yeah, it goes over. Yeah. You can't even be I mean, he's actually it. like serious. Yes. Like, he's seriously sexist. In, uh, his, <laughs> but it just makes me laugh because he's so ridiculous. In his book, Inca Gold, he talks about a woman being so dominating <laughs> that it's like intimidating towards man. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 
I love the way he describes women. Like in Sahara, he was like, she's 38. But the way she had carried herself made her look 30 with her hourglass figure. And he just like goes off on it and it's hilarious. So funny. It's too funny. Okay. Crawford arranges for a well-known psychiatrist. Oh, we're still doing the yes. synopsis. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm on the last sentence. Work okay. with me here. Okay. Oh, no. Two more sentences. Oh, Jesus. Hannibal Lecter to work with him and ease the stress. Really? I thought he hired him to, like, psychoanalyze him. Don't psychoanalyze me. Now i got to go teach a class on psychoanalyzing. <laughs> that was hilarious. Okay. It seems Lecter has his own plans for Will. Ooh. Boom, boom, boom. And that's it. Okay. I don't think anyone got anything out of the synopsis. No. It's like both... <laughs> The entire plot and also nothing. <laughs> this show starred Hugh Dancy mm-hmm. as Will Graham. He, he was, was a prince in a, one of those millions of Cinderella movies. Yes, he was yeah. also in Basic Instinct 2. <laughs> <laughs> nice choice. <laughs> and King Arthur. He was Galahad in King Arthur. Mm-hmm. I always thought, here, here's my thing. Okay. I, I think he's aged out of this role, but back then, mm-hmm. like when King Arthur came out, mm-hmm. I thought he would have made a good link in a Legend of Zelda movie. Oh, yeah. I think he has a real elf. He's definitely way aged out. Yeah, he's yeah. way aged out way of that. But, like, out, yeah. imagine 20 years ago. <laughs> imagine, if you will, a time machine. We go back. We don't kill Hitler. We hire Hugh Dancy to play Link. <laughs> <laughs> Printing money. Uh, we got Mads Mickelson as Hannibal Lecter, who was also in King Arthur. Huh. He was Tristan, the guy with the hawk. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, we're like, <laughs> referencing this movie that like nobody likes, nobody remembers. <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny they're both in there. He was also in Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah, with um, that cool eye. The cool eye thing. Yeah. We have Scott Thompson. For some weird reason. That is crazy. What is he doing in here? We were just talking about how he should have been in something better than that Christmas rom-com. Snowbound for Christmas. Yes, Snowbound for Christmas. And he's in this. He was in this. And, like, I love Scott Thompson. I think he's great. Mm. Something about the way he acts, though, makes me feel like he's in a Kids in the Hall sketch. Yeah. He was giving, like, really serious forensic, like, and I'm like, it feels like any minute, like, Bruce McCullough (laughs) is going to come out. Um, and then we got uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who I spelled as Fushburn. Nice. As Jack Crawford. He was in The Matrices. Yeah. Except for the latest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Event Horizon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that, that crazy horror movie in space where they're on, like, the planet Neptune because it's always stormy. I don't remember that. Oh we'll have God. to watch it again. It's great. Uh, that sounds excellent. Sam Neill uh, is in it. Sounds excellent. Yeah. We'll have to watch it. It's a flawless movie. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was released April 4th, ni- uh, April 4th, 2013. The number one song was Harlem Shake by Bauer. I, I thought that was just like a meme that was going on. It's an actual song. A, little, a literal song. And the number one movie was, I guess, the remake of Evil Dead. Oh. Okay. They remade that. Yes, they did. I have not watched it because okay. I don't see the point of watching good movies yeah. being remade. Yeah. What were your predictions for this okay. movie? <clears throat> I don't really have any per se. Okay. I really want to like this one because Silence of the Lambs had such a huge impact on my life. Uh, so I really wanted to like this one because I still quote Silence, Silence of the, the Lambs, Lambs. Yeah. Thing all the time. Yeah. I'll walk by sometimes and just be like, I can smell your scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Just, you say that to me all weird. the time weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i really wanted to like it and i said besides i have a morbid fascination with cannibalism <laughs> but this is sort of like a reboot yeah. so Ooh. will i like it yeah. yeah that's a good point yeah my predictions i didn't have one because again this is a kind of a last minute addition to mm-hmm. to what we were gonna do but my my prediction was Erin will like this, but won't be able to watch it to the very end so she can have a happy ending for Hannibal Lecter. Correct. <laughs> Correct, yes. Um, Although I don't I don't like cannibals. You don't like cannibals? I don't like cannibals. Okay, cannibals. Cannibals. Okay. No, I, I'm not into cannibals. Like, what, what made me happy about this show mm-hmm. was that, like, halfway through it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally on the side of right. Normally, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you should kill that guy. Yeah. You know? This is a big moment for you. Yeah, this is a big moment for me. And this time I was like, no, you're cannibals. You're wrong. You, this is morally wrong. Yeah. So I was Aaron like. does not partake of the long pig. <laughs> I do not. So I felt pretty good about myself. I was like, I am finally on the right side of the law. Nice. nice. 
Um, another you draw thing, the line at eating people. Another thing I should point out that um, I don't think you know. Mm. This uh, show was developed by Brian Fuller. Okay. Who also did Dead Like Me. Oh, I like Dead Like Me. Pushing Daisies. I like Pushing Daisies. Heroes. What? And Star Trek Discovery. Uh, so he's kind of hit or miss. Wow. He, he just goes everywhere, eh? It's like all the shows that I like of his mm-hmm. got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. exactly. I love Dead Like Me. Oh, yeah. Dead Like Me was, was great. great. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pushing Daisies is like one oh, of like, the best shows ever made. Exactly. And it only lasted two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the Star Trek Discovery, we never finished season Two? Three, two, two, two or three. Like we just stopped. Wa- we just stopped watching. I'm sorry, it I got bored mi- and didn't miss it. Like, I got bored. Yeah, it's like one on of the- something that's about discovery. I got bored. Yeah, because they weren't discovering anything. I got yeah. bored. I know. And then Heroes is one of those shows that I remember liking the first season of. Like the first few episodes are pretty good, sure. But then, like, it kind of ran its course after then, that. that was wow! Just like, then it was just pissing all over itself. So, um, before we get into talking about more about Hannibal, which again, I don't, have I don't a lot. have notes for, so I don't know what we're going to talk about. I have no idea. Well, I guess we're going to find out as we go. Yeah. Um, and, and as if you listen to this podcast long enough, if we say we don't have notes for something, it's because we liked. The yeah, show. we liked it, or. We hated it so much we weren't paying attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those two extremes. We'll let you know which one it is. But because this is a show about, uh, a culinary show, if you will. It is. It's, it has it's recipes. A co- it's a cooking show. Because, like, now I really want to make my protein egg scramble. Yeah, you really want I just to... don't want to make it with lungs. Well. Human, human lungs. Human lungs. I have some haggis. <laughs> that was so messed up, that scene. That, that scene was messed up. He made Hugh Dancy eat some lungs. Yeah, and Hugh Dancy was like, mm, mm, "This mm, is yummy stuff." Yummy, yummy. I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrifying!" And that's when I was like, "I am on the side of right." But as I said uh, previously, this was uh, written during Christmas, and so think of these as recipes that you can have when you kill people to eat them. Exactly, or mm-hmm. any kind of holiday. Although fried green tomatoes had the best recipe for long pig. Oh, did it? Yeah, they make them into barbecue. See, that's smart. I yeah. think because then it's smoky and tangy. Yeah, and like. When you're eating barbecue, mm-hmm. like, the meat doesn't really matter so much to me. Yeah, because it's the barbecue. It's the sauce. Yeah, it's, it's the flavor that's gone into it, it. it. And it's a great way to get rid of evidence. Exactly. Because how many people are going to be, like, pooping out, you know, flesh? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, yeah. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd is excellent. Mm-hmm. Make them meat pies. Yeah, we just stop it before he gets caught. So, so here are some uh, recipes that I found online that we all should try. Okay, so I had a whole bunch of recipes, and apparently I either deleted them or I never actually got too far in it. Oh, no. The one that I really wanted to share, though, was bananas Uh wrapped in ham drenched in hollandaise sauce. (laughs) Oh, God. I just vomited a little in my mouth, and I just saw people eating people. That it sounds way grosser. That sounds right? way grosser than cannibalism. So because I screwed up, I have a quiz here. Oh no! That says what kind of demon are you? Oh sweet, okay. Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna give it to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's start. Oh, I don't want to know what pop tart I am. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> week, are you brown week. sugar and cinnamon? <laughs> next week, someone has wronged you. Mm. How do you take revenge? Mm. Destroy everything they hold dear. Yes. Rend them to pieces with your claws. Yes. Grant their greatest desire, but with a terrible twist. No. You're not a monkey paw. God, yeah, I'm not a monkey paw. Slowly drain their life. Ooh. With swift and violent justice. Ooh. Haunt them until they go insane. Hmm. I don't really like the slow burn. If I'm angry and for revenge, right. it's generally passionate. Yeah, yes. yes so yes. I'm not going to slowly destroy I, them. I agree. I'm going to flipping destroy everything they hold dear and then rend them to shreds. Okay. But everything, they have to lose everything first. Okay. Before I kill them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to let them suffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which of these best describes you? Hmm. Sexy. Yes. Violent. Yes. Short-tempered. Yes. Broody. Yeah, no. Tricky. No. Trixie. Uh, maniacal. No. 
What do you, What do you think? Sexy, of course. <laughs> Like I, <laughs> I like how you're right there on it, babe. <laughs> I'm on top of that, Dan. <laughs> I'm on top of that, Dan. Uh, sexy, violent, or short-tempered? Seem to be. I'm like... short-tempered. Okay. And sexy. And sexy. Which would you choose? The power of invisibility? No. Power of flight? No. Magical powers? Hmm. That seems you can like be all you of can those... be invisible and fly with magical, magical powers. powers. Means like you have like all of it. Infinite power. Yeah, that's a dumb It's one. limited only by your imagination. Because the other... It's like the Green Lantern with his dumb ring. He was limited only by his imagination. Mental abilities, which seems very vague. That, same, that seems like magical. Super strength, immortality, or just take magical powers and have it all. I'm taking magical powers and having it all, man. It's dumb. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's the obvious choice. What's your uh-huh. deadly sin? Mm. Greed, wrath, gluttony... Envy, pride, lust, sloth. Oh, I've been told all my life I have too much pride. So we'll go pride. Yeah, you're definitely pride. <laughs> I mean, what? What was that? <laughs> what was that? I consider pride to be confidence. And right. that pride is not a sin or a weakness. It is something you need to keep your self-esteem high. And so when women are told, oh, you're too prideful, yeah. it's their way of oppressing people. Yeah, it's trying to knock down your confidence. Exactly. Uh, last... Take pride in the work you do. Yeah. And in how you live your life. Hell yeah. Pride is important. I don't know why it's a sin. God, okay, moving on. Is that on. short temper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where would you live? A castle? Underground with the worms? Gross. A magic lamp? What? Why would... I, a magic okay. lamp was a punishment Yeah, for that the was genie. a punishment for the genie. It was a way to keep him trapped. It was a choice. God. <laughs> a city? A cave? <laughs> Or a swamp. Oh my god, castle. <laughs> Seems pretty easy. I'm not living in a fucking swamp. Calculating results. <laughs> this is a scientific test on what demon <laughs> you are. Ooh, it's really thinking about it. Oh, like, it's like, well, but she could be this. Oh boy. But we did hear her say she hates swamps. Ah. <laughs> she could be, could have been a swamp hag, but ah. Really good. So what was that? What was that one uh, swamp hag who had the fish dangle between her legs in order to lure men to their death? Uh, that was some crazy Icelandic woman that had the the. I want to have a fish dangling out of my vagina to lure men to their deaths. Because <laughs> you're walking through the forest, and you're like, "Hey, look at that!" What? what? Oh, a fish dangling out of the vagina? Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We may never find out what you are. It's still calculating these results. What? It was five questions, play buzz. It wasn't like, oh, wait. Wait, got something? Uh, you are, yes. Okay. Wait, hold on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came up very briefly. Oh, no. Um, it's very brief answer, but that makes sense. There's only five. It just yeah. took a long time for them to figure it out. out right, right. So what am I? Fury. Yeah. In Greek mythology, the uh-huh. Furies were female deities of vengeance. Yes. So they knew you were a woman, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, this is definitely a woman. Not one of those questions were gender-specific. <laughs> no. They were like... Oh, that's a woman. That's a woman. <laughs> we were basing it all on Shakespeare. There's no wrath like woman. Well, that's it. No. That was our quiz. Wow, that was lame. Sorry. sorry no. We already know I'm angry. No gelatin fish. I'm extremely sorry yeah about i that. wanted to hear more about that bacon ham hollandaise wrap no it, it wasn't bacon ham it was banana ham hollandaise yeah oh my god that sounds disgusting that's crazy that's crazy anyway um so we'll start that was by... a pointless quiz honey everybody knows i'm angry well no everybody but now you know it's spe- you know what specific type of demon you are <laughs> that's not a demon that's just a myth <laughs> same thing Aaron. <laughs> it's the same thing uh <laughs> Okay, so we got Hannibal. Hannibal. This show. This show. Um, all right, it was great. It's done. Thank yeah. you all for listening. <laughs> see, see you next week. Um, our, our very first ending it early at thirty-four minutes. Our, this, is the, this is to get back for our recent hour and a half long episode. I think the first thing we both noticed mm. watching this show is how sexy all the guys were. Sexy all the guys were, mm. and that those people had a meter. On their front porch. On their porch. front porch. What that? How do you have an electric meter on your front porch? That's. I mean, okay. For the technician coming to your home to yeah. read that meter, that's very nice. 
our meter is <laughs> currently buried behind some hydrangeas. And it's I protected to... by some weird black widows. <laughs> so I try I try to trim it back for them, but it's not the easiest thing to get to. Yeah, I gotcha. I'm not, I'm in the wrong there. Yes. However, having it on your front porch, uh-huh. is that normal? I, I've never I've seen I've never seen a meter on the front porch before. It's always on the side of the house yeah. or in the back. Yeah, exactly. Why would you put it in the front? I don't know. That was mind-boggling to me. So I guess because the house was built so long ago that it, based they, on their old electricity, maybe right. this was the only place it could have been. Okay. Like, I don't really know how all that works. I don't know how that works. But I'm going to say it's because of old wiring. Old wiring. Yeah. The final answer. Final answer. Gotcha. <laughs> so, based upon that being our first observation, yes. you can see how the rest of this episode is going to go. <laughs> um, Will Graham, it turns out he is on the spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, which is very cool. You mm-hmm. don't really see too many characters. No, no. You see that way too much these days. A lot of people are like, oh, they're autistic. That means they're super good with math or super good at whatever field they're in. And that's generally not the case. It's more like, even though they're very, very good uh-huh. at what they love and stuff, yeah. it's still very difficult for them to function. And unfortunately, they get exploited, I think, a lot yeah. in media and shows as making them not who they really are. Well, I think it's... It's uh, not really was, representative. For me, this was a healthier depiction of autism mm. than, say, Rain Man. Yeah, okay. Like, in Rain Man, there's literally a scene mm. where Tom Cruise takes him to, I think, a psychologist or something. Mm. And, like, the first question the psychologist says is, does he have any superpowers? Oh, my God. And I was like, Jesus Christ, seriously? Oh, my God. Or it's not superpowers, it's special powers or yeah. special abilities or something. Like, he's a fucking X-Man. Yeah. You know, like, and yeah. in this show, he does have that, he's called a pure empath. Right. And that's a torture for him because even if it's like a murderer, mm-hmm. he can see why they do the things right. they do. Like, he can totally... And he can agree with it. He can agree with it, which is Which scary. is why Hannibal wants to, like, take him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants to be a partner. Yeah, he wants a mentor. Yeah. Poor little Will. Yeah. But I thought... And then they're going to make out, and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so hot. <laughs> it's going to be so hot. I thought um, the way they depicted his autism was good, though, because they didn't show... Uh, I mean, there's different levels of the spectrum, high-functioning right. and everything. He was definitely high-functioning... And they had, like, moments in there where he was saying, like, I don't look at people's eyes because I get focused on, like, right. does that person have hepatitis? Do yeah. They, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, they're focusing on the, the whites of their eyes because, like, that's where my attention is going mm-hmm. rather than what they're saying. Or well, anything. you see, you just brought up something, too, that, like, I don't know, irks me a bit. Mm. It's the, the use of the word high functioning. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's insulting, too. Right. To be like, oh, they're they're high functioning. Well, well you mean to tell like, me like they're verbal. You any know, other like autistic people... kid isn't as functioning. You know what I'm saying? See, your phone agrees with me. <laughs> <Your phone's> like, <laughs> Aaron's got a point. Aaron's got a point. Ding. Um, but I think it's a it's well, a difficult can... subject that I feel like if you don't have any uh, connections with real autism, right. that you're probably going to get it wrong. Right. I think there might be a problem in the way that's expressed. Right. The verbiage, mm-hmm. verbiage of yeah. that. Because I agree with you. High functioning does... Um, it seems to belittle it, other it, types it, it of autism. It seems to suggest low functioning. Yeah. Which, in a way, sounds like this person is less than. Yes, exactly. I don't think that's really the the intention of that. Right. But I understand how that the way that's right. worded is. Yeah. Uh, really what they're talking about, though, again, like I said, is like nonverbal. Like right. someone can't even speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I said, the third note I had is I'm going to have nothing to speak about on this show. Um, I I just wrote uh, forcing him to eat people. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got for you guys. I think um, I was a little wrong here. What I appreciated about this show was they made Will as interesting as a character as Hannibal. Right, because, yeah. And I honestly, my, my not really a prediction, my thought was they weren't even going to introduce Hannibal mm-hmm. until like the last shot of the show. Right. Which isn't, he comes in about halfway through. Yeah, but what I wanted to know, and I do, uh, I, you probably won't be able to answer this for me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt I, it. I can probably answer whether I'm right or not. That's I've, totally. Okay. Why did that dude want to eat his daughter? 
Okay. Okay. So I thought that was an interesting choice in the show, too. Mm-hmm. We should kind of get into a bit of the plot here. All right. Because I didn't, I didn't get his why. I didn't get that motive. You didn't get the why. I didn't get and why and now. Why now? <laughs> and I, I, I didn't get the why. God, phone. I know. I'm right. I'm making good points. <laughs> Books is really insistent. I send you some flowers. Then send them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I thought was kind of cool about the show is it, it, he's a criminal investigator, a special investigator mm-hmm. with the FBI. Right. He gets, uh, there's a, a rash of cannibalism. Well, actually, at this point. There's not cannibalism yet. There's missing people. Yeah. He doesn't know it's cannibalism yet. Yeah. And I think what the show does cool is that Hannibal, the cannibal lector, mm-hmm. is such a figure in pop culture that mm-hmm. even if you haven't seen any of the movies or read any of the yeah. books, you know him. Just like if you've never seen Star Wars, you know yeah. who Darth Vader is. Yeah. Don't bring Star Wars up again. <laughs> but, oh, and that's the other thing we did watch Boba Fett and it sucked. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, that the show's like, okay, we know mm-hmm. that people are going to assume this murder is Hannibal. I knew it wasn't because that's not his style. Well, yeah, and that's what the show kind of goes through is like his style. Mm-hmm. But then he gets introduced to help find this killer and then yeah. he obviously sympathizes with the yeah. killer and gives him a warning. But yeah, then, it gives him a warning, but the dude doesn't do anything with it because he's not smart enough to do anything he's with not, it. He's not a Hannibal. Because all he wants to do is eat his daughter. I mean, what I loved about the show is even the people who are not geniuses mm-hmm. speak in such a great way that I would <laughs> here I am like stumbling through my words every week on this podcast trying to articulate myself in some way that sounds vaguely intelligent <laughs> and this show has just like the administrative assistant on a construction site saying <laughs> stuff like um, I don't keep company with those people <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or and, and like that's not even to never mind mm-hmm. Hannibal the Lecter saying to Will you are the mongoose I hope is under the house <laughs> when the snakes slither by. Yeah. Do I wish I could express myself in such ways all the time? Yes, please. Tell Absolutely. me Tell me you want me to be the mongoose under the house. You are my mongoose. Thank you. You protect us. Yes, from cobras. <laughs> from the cobras. Um, <laughs> um, I'm looking over my notes and I, I'm like, I, I wrote stuff to find stuff to say. Yeah. And I realize they've either already said them or they're things like, I want his knives. Yeah, yeah, I want his knives. Yeah, I want his, his knives whole kitchen. Super sharp. His whole kitchen setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want that. And um, if we're going to start eating people, we need really good knives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why was, okay, mm. why was the bathroom uh-huh. where Lawrence Fishburne confronted Will painted red? Why was it the bathroom from The Shining? <laughs> was it really the bathroom from The Shining? Oh my god, it is the bathroom from The Shining. Weird. I mean, I other than the fact that like they're both It's a stylistic choice. It's obviously a stylistic choice. Right. I mean, I didn't notice that in any other scene where he was like making references to other psychological uh, Probably because Will right now is covered in blood in his head. So we had to see it on the walls. So, oh, so are we saying like he has the same kind of problems as Jack Torrance. See, that doesn't make sense because Jack Torrance was an alcoholic. Right. Abuser. No, he doesn't have the same tendencies as that. Yeah. See, like It's I, just right now he's thinking he is a cannibal because he empathizes so hard. But what does that so have to do with the So he's seeing blood shining? everywhere. See, like So he's seeing blood everywhere and a bathroom with bright red walls is murder so red rum. So you think it was an accident that it was, No. No. No, I think it's red rum. He's he's going to be backwards about See, all this. See, to me that that choice if this is a criticism of the show feels haphazard. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel fully thought out. It okay. was just like, we're making a reference, but it's not really commenting on what's happening in the show. Hmm. No, I think like, the show is a little bit more clever than that. See, I wish, maybe I'm not clever enough to, like, I understand what you're saying, right? but The Shining is like a supernatural hmm. story about cat right. fever, and this is about a FBI profiler looking for a cannibal. I guess because there's going to be blood everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, well, then that's like that's as low. I yeah. mean, that's as like simple as it is. It's, yeah. it's blood, and they both were movies. Yeah. Right? You know, like, and I, again, I'm like, if we're gonna make homages to mm-hmm. stuff, I want that homage either to be subtle to the point that it's an Easter egg. Okay. Like, and it's like just something you learn later, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or 
to make sure that that really does have a comment on what's going on mm-hmm. in the plot of the show. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And the, really, the last thing I have here is I wonder what Hannibal's motivation is. Like he likes it, people. Well, yeah, it's his motivation. Well, like, the, the, the construction guy who's yeah. murdering people who looks like his daughter. So he can eat them. So he can have her inside of him? Gross. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Like, I don't understand why he wants to eat his daughter. Yeah. Like, I didn't get any motive for anybody doing what they were doing. But it, more so than that for me mm-hmm. is I'm not even so concerned about this guy who's already dead. Right. He had a motive. And I'm wondering, like, he didn't just eat people because he wanted to eat them. He ate them because he wanted a part of them inside of him. Gross. Right? Gross mm-hmm. as that sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically saying he had to do this, you have to have a motive. Right. And what is Hannibal Lecter's motive? And I'm wondering, does he not have one? And is that what makes him scary? Yeah, he doesn't have a motive. Is it literally just like he likes to eat people? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he does. And that's why all of his kills are completely different from each other. Right. There's not a pattern that anybody will ever recognize. Right, right, Other right. than Will. Right. You know, the only person who could possibly—I mean, mm-hmm. that's another thing—they they really set up Will as someone like the only person who could possibly understand yeah. him in order to be able to catch him ultimately. Because we know that's he's ultimately going to become him. Yeah, he's going to yeah. have to like be him in order. Yeah. to... Yeah, and he will. And he will. He's already he's already eaten, eaten lungs. Eaten lungs. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be him. No, time. that was really well done. That scene. Yeah, it was. So so, but we should uh, get reviews from other people, right? Isn't that what we do on the show? Oh yeah, that's what we do on the show. Hey, we are on time today. What? <laughs> oh, quick question though, before we move on, yeah. how did the plumber know that uh, elk antlers promote healing? See, that's why I wasn't... There was little bits of information that I'm like, I'm not sure people would know something like that. Not normal people. Because, like, even they didn't... Nobody... Well, if you're trying to eat your daughter, you're not normal. Exactly. But, I mean, like, the other forensic people didn't know that. Yeah. You know, like, Mm -hmm. only Will knew that, which means it's a very specialized piece of information. Yeah. And I think, again, that was supposed to throw the audience off to make it sound like it was more of a Hannibal Lecter that was taking care of it. Right. And then the surprise was... It's not him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it seemed like a, a really weird... Right. Piece of information. Piece of information. Yeah. That didn't really seem to go uh, uh, anywhere. This is from Head Turner. Mm-hmm. This was written in 2019. And it said, with the others, bad. Which, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> I'm with the other reviewers uh, oh. who see this as, for the crap it is. Though I came to that conclusion 20 minutes into the first episode. Okay. I did not see Hannibal... We could not watch any more due to the cheesy dialogue and awful acting in the 20 minutes I was able to get through. I'm not upset that I didn't get to see Hannibal, though, after reading how horrible the actor portraying him is. What? Well, my journey continues for a new good series. This was the third one I turned off last night. Well, Oh, he's just not in the mood to watch anything. What was, what was it? Yeah, sometimes you're just not in the mood. Sometimes, and yeah. One of the reasons why I, wa- I pushed us to finish Only Murders in the Building last yeah. night was I was afraid that if we still had more Only Murders in the Building yeah. last n- to watch today, yeah. you might not like Hannibal as yeah. much. Yeah, that would make sense. Because you're still on that yeah. vibe. Yeah. And so I was like, we should probably finish that before we watch this because I have a feeling it's going to be yeah. good. Although chances are, if it's a murder show, I'm probably going to like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here's what, it had potential, but by the second season, it's just moronic. Completely ruined by bad writing. I won't give any spoilers, but you're safe to watch the first season and then pretend there aren't any others. Okay. It reminds me of Three's Company. You know the one where they <laughs> jump to conclusions? All of them. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay, I don't understand these I mean, like, Let me address these people, first of all. Okay. I thought the writing was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the acting was good. Yeah, I, I didn't have a problem. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, they... They have Will save a dog instead of a cat. Yeah. So I can, <laughs> to make us like them, they're like, which at that point, I didn't think they needed to you make know, us like Will. Here's the problem I have with that. Everybody's like, oh, if a dog doesn't like you, you're evil. Right. You know what? Hitler had dogs, too. They were evil. They, they were, were evil dogs. dogs. They were Nazi dogs. What I'm saying is Nazi dogs, dog Hitler. dogs are not the greatest judge of character. What I'm saying is a dog needs to get a time machine. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just have problems with people who are like, oh, if you don't like dogs, you're a bad person. Uh, yeah, whatever. Masterful crime horror show by Unique Particle. Visually arresting to watch, especially with the with the soothing music. Because that's what I felt most of all watching. <laughs> was the just soothing like, music. My blood pressure was just going down. 
um, and incredible acting. I was just like, ooh, splatter. I don't think you can talk about something having soothing music mm. and end the sentence with an exclamation point. Discuss. <laughs> it's soothing! This is so soothing! <laughs> uh, Hugh Dancy is electrifying. I love the way he solves crime scenes. Hmm. And the fact that he's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, wait. <laughs> That's a good line. I love the way he solves crime scenes. <laughs> and the fact he seems to have Asperger's, which I have too. Oh, okay. So, well, that's nice to know. Yeah. Someone okay. On, on okay. So then maybe I'm way ident- off on this. Identifies. Yeah. Or, can identify with that person. Yeah. So maybe I'm just way off on this then. The nightmares are spellbinding, and the visual effects are one of my favorite things ever done. I liked when the elk showed up, and you're like, "That's pretty." And then there was a subtle shift, and you're like, "Now it's terrifying." <laughs> well, it grew feathers. But I think I, it grew feathers. But I think that's what's really cool about the show in general right. is it's showing you the beauty, <laughs> and then a subtle shift into gore, right, right, or horror, yeah, which is cool. Hannibal is written with brilliance throughout. I'm so hooked to this charming elegant show. It's like Downton Abbey with cannibalism. <laughs> so charming. Oh, Lady so Grant. Remember when Lady Grantham... <laughs> it's so quaint. Remember when he shot her in the neck just to paralyze her? <laughs> quaint. So, so charming. Can, so she can still feel the pain. Oh, charming. So charming. <laughs> so great. Um, so what, would you, what do you say about the show? Would you greenlight it? Do you want to watch more? How ultimately do you feel about this show? Um... Well, you know, I like it, um, but I'm not sure I want to watch more because I do tend to, like, agree with the psychos. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I don't want to ever Star watch them. People. Yes. That, and I don't want to watch them uh, fall. You, you, that's what I said. That was yeah. my prediction. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think. I do have problems with that. Especially because this is sort of a prequel series. We yeah. know We this, know he gets caught. Because he's yeah. caught by Silence of the Lambs, yeah. so he is definitely. That's why we end Sweeney Todd early, so that he never gets caught. It's it's why we stopped watching Dexter, Dexter, so he doesn't get caught. Yeah. I think I, I think that was going to yeah. be your biggest uh, hurdle yeah. with this yeah. show. Yeah, it is. It's a big hurdle. Um, For me, yeah, I think Greenlight, I think mm-hmm. it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Will I watch more? Mm. I don't know if it quite... <laughs> Is my idea of entertainment. Right. Okay. So you don't like watching people get slaughtered and then eaten. I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> um, it doesn't quite hit my particular right. edge, but I can appreciate it and I can see why it does for other people. Yeah. yeah. I'm much more of. See, I'm not really into procedurals and like mm. crime mysteries so much. Right. Unless it's something like Only Murders in the Building, mm-hmm. which is done with a... It's, it's totally different. You know yeah. what I mean? One's kind of funny and one's embracing this, like, beauty and darkness and kind right. of gothy and, right. and all that. So, I mean, like, I wouldn't say I would never watch more, mm-hmm. but, like, I certainly liked it enough to be like, yeah, okay, maybe. But it's like, when I'm watching TV shows, we don't... I mean, we just talked about four TV shows we watched and, like, we binged, like, half of them. (laughs) But it's, like, I only have so much time for watching anything in a day. Yeah. And if I'm going to watch something, I'm being discerning about what I'm watching. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the place I want to go. Okay. Kind of like if I'm going on a vacation, Mm -hmm. if I only get one vacation a year, I don't want to go to Branson, Missouri. So this Hannibal is Branson, is Branson Missouri. <laughs> this show that is the is worst Br- comparison ever, honey. No, I, no, Hannibal yeah, I is better than Branson, Missouri. One thousand percent better <laughs> than Branson, Missouri. I'm just saying, like, if I only have one chance mm-hmm. per day to go visit a new world or whatever, mm-hmm. or be transported out of my own life, right? I'm not sure this is where I want to be. However, so you don't want to be manipulated into being a cannibal. No. No, okay. but I mean, like, <laughs> but I say that, but I'm like, but I did like it a lot. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I really liked it, but I'm not sure if I want to binge it, and I'm not sure I want to even continue watching it. Yeah, see, that's my thing. It's definitely not a binging show for me. Right. Because it's too dark. It'll put me in a weird mood. It's going to put me in a weird mood, mm. and there's not enough, I think, levity in it. Right. Was there any? No. I don't think there was. We were talking was. about eating daughters. 
Yeah, yeah, there was no... <laughs> the only, like, funny right. moment was when he says, don't psychoanalyze me. Yeah. And then he says, I'm going to go, go teach, teach a class on psychoanalyzing. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the one joke in the show. Mm-hmm. And I know we've had other shows we've done on this mm-hmm. where we've criticized them for being too serious. Right. I think the tone is right for the show. Yeah. But it's not a headspace I want. There's 39 episodes. Mm. Ooh, 45. That's a lot. Four, three seasons, so 13 episodes per season. Mm-hmm. That's almost 13 hours of this tone, I right. think would put me in a bad mood. Right. I would definitely be something I would only watch like once a week. Mm-hmm. Like it would be an appointment viewing kind right. of show. So I kind of regret that maybe I didn't see it when it first came out. Yeah. But it's not something I'd want to watch over and over again. And I feel like if I tried to space it out as it is now, I just stop watching it. Yeah, because I forget. I, like, there's other shows that we've started watching on, mm-hmm. on this podcast, like Ragnarok or, yeah. w- w- like, House, even, mm-hmm. where we kind of, are like, kept up with it a little bit. Maybe we watch, like, one episode yeah. at lunch, but then we, it just gets to a point we don't... We ultimately give up. We give up. I feel like that's what I would do with this. Yeah, I think you're right. Even if we like it, we'll ultimately give up. I think uh, something, some shiny bobble will distract me, yep. and I'll be like, oh, uh, you know, only I murders hate, in the building. Season yeah. two's out. Gonna watch that. I hate to say it, but honey, we're not mongooses. We're raccoons. We're raccoons. <laughs> we're dirty, dirty raccoons. We're dirty raccoons. So, to the people who recommended this show, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. I, I get what you like. But if we're talking about Brian Fuller mm. shows, give me Dead Like Me. Yeah. Give me Pushing Daisies. They're mm-hmm. both dark right but there's a good balance of like humor and levity mm-hmm. that makes it easier to watch multiple episodes yeah and you don't want me relating to Hannibal and we don't want Aaron relating to no, Hannibal no cause I can easily do that there's, you're so close I know I'm so close <laughs> I was so proud that I was like oh you've crossed the line at eating people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I'm a huge fan of Santa Clarita Diet I'm like yeah you should kill those Nazis and eat well, them and, and that's an important distinction we had we watched two shows where people eat people. people. Yeah. But like Santa Clarita Diet does it in such a way that it's like so goofy and fun. Yeah. It's a it's like the darkest show yeah. with the brightest color palette. <laughs> yes, it is. It is crazy. And, and I can't recommend that show enough. Yeah. I think it, like I legit think it's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't mind if you eat Nazis. I'm fine with this. Yeah, like that's a big thing. Like she only she yeah. dexters it. She basically yeah. is like she I'm, only kills bad guys. Yeah, exactly. I have no problems with this. Yeah, kill all the bad. But guys. But you know what? You you kill innocent people. You cross the line with me. Exactly. You really do. You cross that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I get what they're saying. There are no innocent people. But you know what? You're kind of wrong. Nazis are not. You know, Nazis, I mean, well, Nazis are bad. Yeah. Wherever they are, if you're on their side, you're bad. bad. This is fact. If, like, you you have a certain... I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> but if you have a certain ideology mm. that seems to attract only Nazis... You might be on the wrong side. And there's, like, another ideology that doesn't? <laughs> think about that for a little bit. Yeah. Why does you... Soak that on your palate just a little bit. Just ruminate upon... <laughs> smell it. Just smell it. Consider your sins. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, I... I this is this is a really tough one for me, mm, this show. Yeah. It's a real conundrum for mm-hmm. me because I, I like it too much that I don't have a lot of criticisms for it. Right. But on the other hand, I can't fully get behind it as a recommendation mm. either. Okay. I think if it sounds... It, Maybe you need to watch one more. We'll watch another one. Okay. I, I, I'm, like, again, I'm not against watching right. more. Right. It's just... I don't feel like it's something I'm going to be like, get some popcorn, we're watching another one right now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not quite hitting that. Right. Which I don't think all TV needs to be that. Right. But again, I also feel like I'm just going to stop watching it. Okay. I feel like. Unless it really, like, something happens mm-hmm. that, like, really grabs me. Gotcha. So, anyway, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. Why did you decide on Tuesday? Why did I decide on Tuesday? I don't know. Why did you decide on Because on Mondays you can edit it or something? 
I think that was part of it. Mm. So Mondays I could edit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was for me. I honestly tried to think of when other podcasts come out okay. that I enjoy. And it se- I think it seemed like Tuesdays was like a light day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey. So when you guys want some more entertainment, we're here. I don't want to be. We're com- not the first choice, but we are a choice. I don't want to be competing <laughs> with like comedy bang bang or something. <laughs> and I, I don't want people to sit in at home and like, what am I going to listen to right. today? Cereal or piloting the pilots? Right. So gotcha. I, okay. So I tried to pick the worst day. Excellent. To give something to listen to on that. Right. I don't even know anymore. Me so don't just, okay. I don't know. Interesting. But I think that was part of my thinking. Okay, cool. Good to know. Yeah. Four years later. <laughs> well, you never were curious. I was never curious about that. And Didn't you have still a reason aren't, really. No, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I think... Um, I want some more listener recommendations, though. I do want more listener recommendations. Because they have been hilarious and funny and fun. and Yeah. You know, they're always something unique to get into. It's just, uh, uh, from our standpoint as podcasters who are, are, are watching these shows and commenting on them... Mm. The most difficult ones for us are, are the, the good ones. Are the good ones. Yeah, so try not to send us if too many good ones. If they're good and dark, <laughs> yeah. it's really hard to make light of it. Right. And also, it's like, I, if I don't have any criticisms, mm. all I'm saying is like, hey, it's good. you should go watch it. It's good. You know, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> next week, we are going to be doing a twofer. Mm. We are going to be watching, in honor of Betty White. Ah. We are going to be watching Golden Girls mm-hmm. and uh-huh. The Golden Palace. Nice. The spinoff of Golden Girls. Okay, excellent. With Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, both uh, both are on Hulu. We've been really... Wow, we've been really Huluing it up. Using that Hulu subscription. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> so, I feel like that thing kind of gets by the wayside. The only reason why we have Hulu at this point is because all those uh, Pokemon shows are on there. Oh, my Jake, God. <laughs> Jake, Jake is obsessed with Pokemon. Pokemon. So, next week, so if you're interested in watching, we will be watching those two mm-hmm. shows next week to kind of give a contrast, uh, compare contrast uh, yeah. of those two shows. Okay. So, uh, we will see you next week, and we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.